Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Did you have a Sweet 16, Phil? That means you didn't fuck before you 16, right? Is that what it is? Oh, that's what we were told. Really? Yeah, it means you're still a virgin. That makes you sweet. That's what I see. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why? What did you think Sweet 16 was? Um, I, there was that it's MT- like a really nice 16th birthday. Yeah, well, there was that MTV show, right? Sweet 16, or mm-hmm. where it would be like the worst 16-year-olds on earth. And the they'd very have rich big, ones. Big parties. Yeah. But then they'd have freakouts. Yeah. They'd get like a blue Lamborghini instead of a light blue one. Yeah. And yeah. they're just... Go. Oh my god, Dad, you ruined my birthday! It's so embarrassing! And instead of the father going, shut up, you worm, they'd, <laughs> they'd go, I'm sorry, baby. I'll go to the dealer. And you'd go, oh, that's how she became that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never saw Sweet 16 with like a, the children of the sort of Russian mob. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Higher stakes. Soviet 16. Soviet 16. <laughs> Three turnips. <laughs> I wanted two turnips! Like, they're still brats, somehow, even in that context. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be fascinating. Uh, I was a sweet 16. Were you? Of course. Yeah. I was a sweet 17. <laughs> I was a sweet 18. Really? Yeah, sweet 18. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, sweet 18. Wait. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was a sweet 18. Yeah. And then... Bitter 19. Bitter, a furious... What's the taste of someone who has had sex? Salty. A salty 19. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, I was a salty 19. Then you're all salty and dry, like an old sailor's uh, thumb. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, what did you have a big part... What I meant to ask, instead of about your juvenile penis... Yeah. ...was, um, did you have like a 16, like party, a big party... Uh, no, I went to an Italian restaurant mm. with um, my best friend and my dad. Nice. <laughs> you like that? <coughs> was this in Malaysia? Because yeah. I know this is around the time right before you left and moved to England. Um, yes, it was. Yeah, I was in Kota Kinabalu. And, um, Whereas presumably Italian food seems like magic. Like, Well, it was... Da- dairy mixed in with noodles. It was my... Well, get this. My father's restaurant. What? He, he suddenly got this idea where he was... There's one There's one re, um, Italian restaurant in Kota Kinabalu, which is fantastic. Right. It, it started by an Italian family that came over. Okay, so it's legit. Yeah. And my dad was like, we can do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he, he opened um, uh, an Italian restaurant. What? And uh, got one of the chefs from the old restaurant, which meant now we couldn't go back to that restaurant. Yeah, you fucked that for life. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then um, eventually that chef left because surprise, surprise, loyalty was not one of his strengths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> eventually Dad had to close the restaurant. Um, but there was a period there where the restaurant was doing fine. What was the food like? Fine. Oh, 
I wanted That's to be, fine. I wanted it to be like comedically insane. No, some of it is pretty good. Oh man. I'm yeah, sorry. well, you had the chef, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I wanted was like. There's just not really the appetite for it so much. Well, that's well, like we've we've uh, not only discussed uh, Asian and Asian fusion cuisine quite a lot, but we've also eaten a lot of it. Mm. It was in front of you, Phil. I ate my first chicken legs, and I don't mean the meat part, listeners. Oh, little feet. The little feet. I ate the feet with a little bone. I chewed and on wrinkly the skin, wrinkly bony feet. Skin. Yeah, I made that up. We don't need that. That's a prank. It was a big prank, and I was humiliated in front of all my. Do you not notice all the giggling? Uh, Chinese white stuff. I thought they were Japanese. (laughs) (laughs) They seem to giggle a lot uh, from the TV I've seen. (laughs) Yeah. I'm currently watching uh, Love Island is on. Oh, yeah? Currently at the moment. You're giving it a peep? I'm not watching Love Island. Um, I am watching Terrace House, which is (gasps) Japanese Love Island. I've heard about this. Where they live in a beautiful cottage in the woods. Is it a cottage? Um... Yeah, it's called Terrace House because the first series was a Terrace House, but uh, now they're in different houses, but it's still called Terrace House. Right. It's in a beautiful um, uh, cottage <clears throat> in the middle of the forest, and they're all polite, and from time to time they fall out with each other. There's a big fight in the moment because one of the girls um, gifted a pair of minion socks to, uh, to some people and not others. What? So that's a big fallout at the moment. Minion socks? Minion socks. Socks with minions on them. But that's... And they all live together. Yeah. But see, okay... But they continue with their jobs. So they're still going to university, still going to work, and they sort of help each other out with their careers and stuff. That's so Japanese. It's great. They're still at work. It's really calming. Nothing really ever happens in it. It's wow. great. But the, we, the first kiss happened... Mm, 20 episodes in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> People talk about holding hands, like having sex... Like, we're thinking about holding hands next day. <laughs> it's great. It's really great. That's very wholesome, but, like, it's so wholesome, it's almost going through the other side and coming out weird again, you know? Classic Japanese. Yes, yeah. yes, as discussed. That's yeah. fascinating. You know how there's that, um, what's the horseshoe theory between communism and Nazism? Yes, it's, it's imperfect, but it describes the autocratic nature of the two quite well. Right, so I think pervert, like... Like, extreme perversion and extreme innocence are also occupy yes. the same shape, right? Yes, I think so. You can go so... Well, I guess you can't go the other way. You can go so innocent that you become incredibly perverse. You can't go so perverse you suddenly become innocent, though, can you? Unless you're into wearing nappies. And then ah, that is... Ah, now you're like a baby. That's literally innocent, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. You're so, Or you're so perverted that on your way to that end of the scale, you've done so many perversions that you have seen, like... like Perversions are like add-ons, right? They're like DLC. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> to, to normal fucking. Okay, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. right, and then for two ninety nine, you can download a foot fetish. I don't know. Um, and so <laughs> you've gone through all of them, and then like it's like with DLC, you get to the point where you go, you know what I miss? The vanilla game. Yeah, the, sure. The original Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, miss yeah. Mario. And then maybe that's where they come right. Or like, uh, the, ah, ah, those people who are like, I was a meth head pimp, and now I'm a preacher. Yeah, okay, okay. Maybe okay. that's how they punch through that. Yes, barrier. yes, you're like, right. I've seen too much, and now yeah. it's all about the JC. So yeah, so maybe it is possible to be so sexually perverse that eventually you find kissing the most erotic thing possible. Yeah, or and or or even without becoming innocent, that's just like how decadent your tastes have become. Mm. You know, you 
you know all the perversions, and so it's almost perverse in itself for you to just be obsessed with like holding hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. I guess we cracked it. That's so. That's why I'm watching Terrace House. <laughs> um, okay, I have a question about place. this minion socks debacle. Oh yeah. This Ferrari. Uh, if they all live in the same house, it's quite a blatant. Especially, if, okay, we're talking about a, a house or a culture where it's like hand holding is this level. Yeah. Well then. Yeah, like like if I adjust my brain f- to that scale, yeah, right. Like now I'm thinking in like imperial instead of metric or whatever. Uh, giving some people minion socks and not giving other people minion socks, like she might as well have taken a shit right in their goddamn bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she might true. as well have shat their beds. It's true, There's, and it's such a gifting culture in Japan as well. Yeah. Uh, whenever you visit anyone from anywhere, you bring a gift from the city that you come from that is specific to that city. Yeah. And so if you come from Tokyo, for some reason it's like these banana-shaped biscuits. Right. So when you go to... So every train station has a dedicated... Uh, gift store. Local gift store. Right. Because you have to... If you're visiting someone in another city, you bring something from the city you've come from. Yeah, or you're a fucking... You're a piece of shit. Piece of shit. Pe- asshole, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, you could drop into the shop and you buy a box of Tokyo banana sweets. Or Hakata um, coconut worms. Or, sure. you know, whatever. And so, I guess if you give pe- want people one gift and not others, you might as well be kicking those people in the gooch. Yeah, one that you'd live all in the same house. And, and a lack of a gift is so noticeable, right? Well, this well for this reason, they actually she actually gave them the socks in 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 town in Tokyo. <gasps> oh, on, on their own. And someone leaked it. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a whole leaking operation. That Jesus, happened. it was um, pretty intense. <laughs> but anyway, enough about Terrace House. Do do I, do, I should have said spoilers. Sorry, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Pretty big spoilers there. Not not to the sixth sense, Terrace House. No. Oh. You were, I listened to you on Radio on 5. Radio 5 Live. Radio 5 Live. You, it was, you were on last night. I watched it on Catch Up um, this uh, morning. Mm. And for the best, because it turns out um, your interview was about two hours in, which would have meant me was staying it? up till 2 a.m. yesterday. Was it? They said it would be after just after midnight. No, no, no. It was like, it was no. like two hours into the show. <laughs> oh, oh, unless, did, the, did her show start at midnight? Did the show itself start yeah. at midnight? Yeah. Well, then you, you were like, Two and a half hours in, maybe. Jesus Christ! Yeah. So, um, sorry, listeners, if I tweeted, uh, you should stay up and listen yeah. for a, a sort of what eleven minute clip. Yeah. Big apologies to anyone who stayed up for that. Oh my <laughs> word! And big respect. Yeah, actually, fair. I mean, you're probably not up. You've just slept through your alarm. Yeah, fair fucks to you. And um, you've missed work today, but uh, thank you for listening in. Uh, it was an enlightening interview mm. between you and Sarah Betts. Sarah Betts about uh, Bud Pod. Yeah. It sounds like a good show, Bud Pod. It's a very good show. And, and so uh, you guys just make up this conversation yeah. on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when you're interviewed about your podcast, you don't want to overplan. Uh, there's a really nice moment in the beginning when she plays a clip of Bud Pod. Yeah. And she, she gives the obligatory DJs <laughs> yeah. at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then says, so you didn't write that. <laughs> 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 and you have to suppress... The, the the urge to go, of course not. <laughs> how, how bad do you think my writing is? It's really difficult to say to people, like, how how difficult, like, how easy do you think it would be for me and Phil to sit and go, okay, and then I'll half interrupt you, and then you come up with this idea. If anything, is very impressive writing. It would be in the most... It's like W1A writing. And the performing. How fucking naturalistic are we? 
I would, I would like a BAFTA if you think it's written and acted. I want three different BAFTAs. I want acting, voiceover, and uh, writing. They're going to be podcast BAFTAs soon, do you reckon? There has to be. This I'm video a, game one. I'm amazed there isn't one. The, the, the annoying thing is that the reason there's a video game one is because video games... Someone finally went, uh, did you guys know that video games are worth like 10 billion a year? And everyone went, oh, get the masks. Get the big masks. Yeah. The, the golden mask statues for these guys. Maybe it's because enough actors got enough video game voiceover work. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. went, I'm going to try well, one of these video games. There's also so many disciplines involved now. There's composers and artists. Directors. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and whoever job it was to motion capture Kevin Spacey and put him in Call of Duty. Have you seen... Um, yeah, I, I now want to play that. I didn't when he was <laughs> when he was still okay. Now I don't want to play that again. Um, have you seen um, Eth- the E3? Do you watch E3? Oh, I've seen some clips from it, have yeah. Have you seen the, the trailer for presentation for Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah. And Keanu Reeves turns Keanu up? Keanu Reeves pops up at the end. With As a, an android? With a robot left arm. <laughs> He's in everything. Well, if it, at E3 you can watch the video of him of of him then being revealed live on stage, and people oh, lose their minds. I didn't know he was actually. Please there. welcome Keanu Reeves, and he comes out, and he's just so spaced out, talking about <laughs> in Cyberpunk 2077, you play Blanc, a man on the run, and this is one really weird bit where he finishes one paragraph, and then gives it a beat, and then as if he's been reactivated. Drops his knees and arms and goes, Cyberpunk! <laughs> <laughs> like he's just been caught not talking about Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk <laughs> is set in the far future. Yeah, I really recommend, even if you're not into video games, watch um, watch the E3 Cyberpunk Keanu Reeves presentation. I need to see. It's I didn't really know, weird. I didn't know they made him do a fucked up little speech. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. God, what is it? Ten, that, I mean, what, $5 million? <laughs> yeah, it was on the Xbox Microsoft stage, so I mean, they can pay him whatever they want. That's mad, isn't it? And, yeah. and yet he still couldn't un-Keanu himself enough. <laughs> Although to be Cyberpunk! Cyberpunk, dude. Oh my god! And so they couldn't, like... Uh... To be fair, having seen a few of those E3 clips, a lot of them are people coming out and going, think about this, you know, device. They're like horrible little <laughs> goblin people. Yeah. And they have no gravitas to them whatsoever because they're exactly the kind of people who are millionaires from being alone in a room, very carefully coding things for a long, long time. Mm. Whereas I suppose at least Keanu Reeves has got some of that spooky John Wick energy. Yeah, it's supposed to be great, the new John Wick. I've seen it. Is it good? It's good, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Okay. It's even more. It's it, it's even more camp and, and weird than the last one. Mm-hmm. It's even more sort of. Uh, ah. You've seen all of them. Yeah. What? Yeah. How do you see so many films? I just decide to watch them and then I watch them. Do you go on your own? I don't always see, see them in the cinema. Oh. I think I saw John Wick two on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. At some point. Uh, but if I yeah, well, the, the, what's fucked up, right? Is I should watch so many films, but I go, oh, I don't have the time. Um, and in between things, I look at my phone. I say, I just look at my phone for a bit. I've looked at my phone for the length of a film. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you actually decide to do things, you always have time, basically. Yeah. yeah also, there's an Odeon down the road, so yeah, fair enough. That's quite convenient. Um, but yeah, it's quite camp, and uh, I've seen I've seen most films where the choreography is that insane for just guns and things because. It's just like watching... There's so many explosions and guns in the latest John Wick that at one point I zoned out like I was at the ballet. 
<laughs> and he's like backflipping over someone while snapping their neck at the same time. And I'm just like, I wonder what I'm going to... And just completely out of it. Go, oh, right, right, the killing. Right, right. <laughs> and even in that, he's still quite, oh, oh, John, yeah. he's still kind of dude, bro. Mm. Is he stoned all the time, do you think? Or is it just what he's like? Because the people we know who are the most like they're stoned all the time often are. Yeah, they're probably our potheads. Yeah. But did he start the whole, oh, dude, Was he? did he start that accent? I think Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure really kicked it off. Right. Um, but it's like a California, that's like a California accent. Yeah, 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 yeah. From what it's I half tell. Japanese. No, he's Keanu not. Reeves, yeah, he's part Japanese. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half? I, I don't know if as much as half, but he's mm. definitely part Japanese. Really? Yeah, that's amazing. He's part very innocent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. part holding hands. He's part holding hands, and he's got. Uh, he jo- fingers with one hand, <laughs> uh, holds hands with the other. Like a like <laughs> John Wick in his little minion socks. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't snap his enemies' necks. He he gifts things to some of them and not others. Yeah, that's the most <laughs> devastating takedown John Wick has ever done. And the aliens die from heartbreak. Is it aliens he fights? No. What? 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 <laughs> yeah. Have you never seen any John Wick? No. What? I didn't know what you were supposed to. Yeah, it was on all our reading lists. No, oh, no. Um, he, he fights everyone, like, you know, like <laughs> he fights everyone, everyone in the world. That's such a funny tagline for a he fights for everyone. an Egypt movie. <laughs> Trust. It's a hard thing to earn, but we here at Lucky Kentucky Bourbon think it's worth fighting for. Which is why we'd like to take this opportunity to address some concerns our customers have been having about our delicious, delicious whiskey. We know that a lot of you have been finding a lot of pencil shavings in our bottles of bourbon. Now, we're not gonna stand here and lie about the amount of pencil shavings that are in our drinks. All we want to say is, we're sorry. We will try harder in the future. We will sharpen our pencils away from the barrels. But most of all, and this is the most important thing to us here at Lucky Kentucky, you will not be receiving any kind of refunds. We just don't want to give them to you. We don't want to give you any of your money back. Because that's not how business works. We give you a thing, and you give us your money. We know the thing we gave you isn't exactly what you expected. It had a lot more pencil shavings in it than you expected. But we don't care. Because here, at Lucky Kentucky, we believe in trust. And we trust that you're big enough alcoholic, you're just gonna keep on buying our drink. I used to describe Taken to people when they asked me what it was like. Like, what, have you seen Taken? Yeah, what's it like? It's like, Liam Neeson murders Paris. <laughs> I can't really describe yeah. it any better than that. Um, John Wick, Phil, takes place in a universe where there are absolutely no police. Oh, okay. 
they don't they don't say that, but it must be true <laughs> because the shit they get up to, you never see a pair of flashing lights at any stage. Uh, are they being quiet about their crimes? No, Philip. They are, if anything, overt and loud and explosiony. <laughs> um, basically, it's like a whole thing of like a secret uh, assassins club and. There's like assassins all over the world, and he's like the best one, and he has to come out of retirement. Okay. Basically, in the first one, he's taking on a kind of arm of the Russian mob in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds really good, actually. It is good. Maybe I'll watch it. It is good. Um, It gradually becomes more and more ridiculous, but that's okay. Um, And like all movies, it happens in New York. Would you say that the city is a character in itself? I would, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> How do, is that is, is that why New York City roads are jammed all the time? Is people filming? I think it, I don't movies. think anyone lives there. Yeah, it's a big film set you can go visit. When I was a kid, I was just like, right, so everything happens in New York or LA. Mm. That's it. And you grew up to find that that was true. It is true. It is true. It might, do you think it's weird living there as a child? Like, if you're like, I'm a New York kid, but like every movie you go to see is like a thousand times more thrilling. Because you're like, I fucking live there. Well, you'd think that. And like, there are times when you watch a, a movie in London and then suddenly they'll be in London. Like in, in Thor, the what, Thor, what's it called? The Dark World. Dark, is it Dark World? Uh, Thor yeah. 2. Not very good. Yeah. But there's loads of shit in London. And the first moment you see the gherkin, you, maybe a couple of people go, oh, oh. Yeah. But three minutes into Thor smashing through the London Eye, yeah. you couldn't give a shit. You just don't <laughs> care. You don't care at all because I th- I think that there comes there's something that comes with living in a major Western capital or big city in the, in New York case uh, where you're used to, you're kind of used to being the center of attention. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? I think if you lived in like I remember a movie came out um, Entrapment with Sean Connery and Catherine Zeta Jones. Mm. You watch this. Yeah. There's a whole lot of it that's set in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. Really? And people lost their minds. <laughs> Queues around the block. Yeah, people couldn't believe it. And then when we watched it, everyone was so insulted because they made Malaysia, they made Kuala Lumpur look like a fucking slum. They made it look like a water village. But they needed the Twin Towers, which right. are these huge metal obelisks that stick up in the sky. Yeah. So they just had a bit of both. They had these the Twin Towers, and then every other building around it was a wooden shack. <laughs> so just in the background, you see the Twin Towers, the tallest buildings in the world at the time, and uh, Sean Connery walking through what looked like a Chinese village from the 1400s. Yeah, yeah, Everyone's yeah. wearing the paddy hats. Yeah. Sc- pushing carts around. There's always a thing where a chicken runs across your feet. <laughs> yeah. And And him and Catherine Jesus Jones like, we got a plan how to enter the elevator shaft tomorrow. <laughs> and, sorry, I didn't really think of that, about that Sean Connery accent before I tried it. Was it was good. Um, and, I mean, uh, we best to we best get some rest on this bamboo mat. <laughs> oh yeah, of course they're on the little floor like floor mats, and they've got wooden bowls of mysterious soup. That's insane. There's That's... A, there's a scene in Zoolander about the Malaysian prime minister as yes, well, um, yes. who is inexplicably Chinese, even oh, yeah? though that is impossible. That's like the opposite legally of... in Malaysia. Oh, wow. It's illegal. You have to be uh, Muslim to hold um, high office, I think. Bloody hell. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. At least that was the case. Um, so and, and everyone's holding signs in Chinese. Right. Which is not the national language. 
Oh, God. <laughs> and a lot of the Chinese people who live in Malaysia can't actually read Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> but just how little, how little uh, research can you do on a subject? Well, it's like there's that Call of Duty level set in Pakistan, and all the signs are in Arabic. Oh, yeah, 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 because yeah. Because yeah. to Americans, it's just like, Arabic is if you're brown. Brown squiggles. Brown squiggles. <laughs> yeah, I speak brown squiggles. <laughs> also, he was a very good uh, trumpeter in the 30s. <laughs> brown squiggles. <laughs> in a world where social justice reigns supreme, only one man practices equal opportunities enough to fight everyone. He fights everyone. Sure, you can fight me, but you'd never fight this baby, would you? Would I? Oh my god, he just punched that baby! I love that guy! Cool, he doesn't see age. Only one man is brave enough to fight the people no one else will. His isolated fortress is impenetrable because it's guarded by extremely short-sighted nuns of all ages, and some with uh, physical ailments. No one's ever had the guts to beat them all to death to get inside. I make a point of fighting nuns all the time. I guess you could call it a habit. But can the man who fights everyone fight the one person that's closest to him? But Dad, I'm your son! I'm not even in your line of work. I'm not involved in what you do. I just, I just work in recruitment. Yes, yes, he can real, real easily. Like, he, I mean, he fights everyone. I cannot stress this enough. He fights everyone. This summer, Jim Broadbent fights everyone. He fights everyone. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Um, this is weird, Phil, but the other day I saw what I call a street mystery. Did it have like an icon of a magnifying glass floating above it? <laughs> a big purple question mark. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't need any bonus items today, but my pack is full and I'm moving at half speed as a result. I also have a feeling that the main story is about to wrap up, so I better yeah. get these side quests in. Yeah, so, yeah. You had, so you came across a side quest in real life. Kind of, yeah, I did, actually. That's a good way of putting it. So, Real-life side quests. Yeah. Um, and once I explain what, what these are to you listeners, send yours in, because I think these pop up quite a lot. Yeah, send in your side quests. And not just, like, chores. Yeah. 
Not like um, hoovering. Side quests that pop up in, in, in life. Yeah, hoovering is a mini game, not a side quest. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened in your mystery side quest? Well, I was walking down the road, mm-hmm. uh, back from seeing John Wick kill everyone. Oh, yeah. And, um... Well, spoilers. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> kill some people. Okay, okay. And, uh... So, near where I live, there's a big kind of railway bridge that the... the all the trains go across, right? As is the want of a railway bridge. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you walk under the bridge, like you, you like uh, they've got them in like Finsbury Park and stuff, and like here in Holloway, there's a big railway bridge, and you walk under it, and it's like a busy like t- uh, four lane road. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, Holloway Road, and this is maybe at midnight on a week night, like Thursday. Okay. And there's a car bang in the middle of the week. Bang in the middle of the week's little face. Yeah. And there was a car parked on, like, in the tunnel where it should not... On the road? Shall not be parked, yeah. Car parked, and it's like red lines. Like, you absolutely cannot do that. Yeah. And it's just not on, and it's just there, and there's no one in it. But, like... Was there a troll? (laughs) Was there a troll in it? (laughs) Hey, I'm going through a tough time. (laughs) I'm in sleep in my car. It's the best bridge I can find. Um, And there was a lady... Who sort of was quite well dressed with her phone out and kept like it was like she was looking at her phone for directions or like updates on something, mm. but was quite spaced out and kept trying to like half-heartedly open the passenger door and the back passenger door. Yeah, but not really trying. Yeah, just kind of she going, was looking like, at her phone. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like alternately trying and looking at her phone as okay. if the answer to why the door wasn't locked was in the phone. Or like like she thought it was her Uber. Yeah, but there was no one in it. <laughs> And she was just going like, oh. It's a Flying Dutchman of Ubers. It's yeah. a ghost Uber. Our first ever ghost Uber. <laughs> I would love to hear the, the, the sea flying, shanty ballad. Not, not the Flying Dutchman. The, <laughs> the Flying Somaliman. The fly- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Flying Somaliman. Yeah. And he's all green, like green flames. Like, ha, 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 Welcome to me car. He still talks like a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> smiley pirates. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> Somali pirates, not smiley pirates. Not smiley pirates. Although they could, they could, if they had a good day of pirating. If if they've just uh, had a load of cat. Yeah, chewed che- on a load, a load of cat. Chewing a load of cat. K H A T for interested listeners. Um, with access to the dark web and a penchant for getting very nervous. Yeah. And it makes you very anxious. <laughs> imagine imagine just sitting around all day getting... Well, I was about to say, imagine sitting around all day getting more and more nervous. I drink coffee. Um, don't need to imagine it. Yes, yeah. what I do. Uh, anyway, and so she's kind of like... And she's kind of like... Oh, oh God... And she's like, kind of, you know when someone pulls on a handle, but you can see they're not pulling nearly hard enough, even if it was open? Yeah. That's what she's doing to these little handles, like, eh, and looking at her phone, like, oh, eh. And she's kind of like, and like, people are walking by, and she's looking at them as if she's considering going, would you help me with this? But she's looking like, in a kind of spaced out way, like, uh huh? Like, her her eyes never focus on any particular person. Mm. It's like she's just going, there are people behind me. And this thing is in the road. Yeah. Like, not entirely blocking the street, but blocking half of it in a tunnel. Mm-hmm. It's def- it definitely fits the description of a suspicious vehicle. Yeah. And I was like, I was with my flatmate, we'd seen the film. We were walking back, and he didn't give a shit. Mm. He was like, whatever. And I was like, no, 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 I need to see. I need to see what's happening. Yeah. And I was like, well, what is this? And then just nothing happened for like six minutes. I was 
What is, what's the problem? Whose car is that? And then eventually, an actual Uber-looking car. Like, you know where it's like those weird, like, white, those white uh, cars? Uh, like, basically, whenever I see a white car, it's an Uber. Okay, like a white Prius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was a Prius, but it was, and it, like, the lots of, like, lights on the back, like, modern. Mm-hmm. Anyway, whatever. This white car pulls up, and I go, oh, we, go, we think, ah, that's an Uber. And it's not. The car pulls up, and the, like, brake lights, and it's right behind the parked car. Mm. So now there are two cars illegally blocking okay. the tunnel. Yeah. And she kind of like looks at it and like doesn't ever even go up to it or talk to it. And then eventually she just kind of like, then she like kind of just bumps into the side of the locked car with her whole body like. Boom. Like a video game character. Yeah. <laughs> and then almost using the energy from that bump, yeah. just walks over to the bus stop where we are and starts waiting for a bus. Wow. And then that, at that point my flatmate was like, we need to go. Miss, is- did she think that was the bus? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> This is a small bus. <laughs> Why is this small bus locked? <laughs> <laughs> but it was the so w- then what, was, what happened to the new white car? That was the ghost Uber, maybe. maybe well, this, this is, is it. White glowing there ghost was, car. It was just there. And that, at that point, my flatmate was like, Let, we, let's go home. I think my side quest was to be like, bare minimum, do you need any help, madam, mm. <laughs> with this mystery? Yeah. But I didn't do it. I was a bad citizen. Yeah, I'm a terrible citizen. I don't mm. offer help to no one. I'll carry um, an old fuck's bag up some stairs. <laughs> but aside from that... An old fuck? Yeah. I'll, I'll carry a pram. I love. I'd, I happily carry a pram. I'm, I like carrying a pram. But we love, we love bebes. Yeah, yeah. I once ran down a, a tube platform because I saw a lady with a baby going around the corner and I know the stairs coming up because yeah. that's where I live and I ran and I, I, I said panting do you need any help? <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect intersection of, of innocent and creepy yeah I guess so yeah 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 because it's obviously lovely and charming but also it's mad <laughs> I, I won't it's say pre- it, it, it's the um, premeditation of it yeah I'm planning to have a, a, a I'm cute, planning to be really nice about it to be a nice cute boy I once carried a, a, a kid on a pram, a little American boy, or at least his dad was American. And because I was helping carry him up loads of stairs, it was like quite like a bit like bumpy. Mm. And the kid was like losing his mind. Laughing. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, yeah. Like he was like the king. This is my rocket ship. And the American dad was like, he loves it. <laughs> was he talking about you? Yeah. <laughs> or you also like, yeah. And I was laughing at the kid. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, just yelling. Yeah, I failed my side quest. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't offer help to people a lot. It should still be available if you go back. That's, <laughs> but it's one she of those, should respawn. It's one of those ones where it's like at midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. that day. specific, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like stuff in The Witcher. It's, it's a nighttime one, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I don't ever... It's rare for me to offer help. If I see people who are so baffled by a tube map that they're actually also blocking the entire corridor, mm. then sometimes I might offer help. But mostly mm. I get asked a lot. Oh, yeah. I get asked a lot for directions. You look like you know where you're going. I think it's... Or at least you can you can see further than anyone because you're, you're tall. That's right, because, yes. Because I get asked... I think... Well, I think I reckon everyone thinks that they get singled out to help people. Yes. Yes, yes, maybe it's one of those things where people are, I'm just always... In truth, we all get asked about the same amount. But yeah. because you only notice what happens to you... Yeah. You think, oh, what, do I have a sign on my back? Because <laughs> that's how I feel sometimes. I got asked once to phone... The, I got stopped in Angel at nighttime by these two tiny little Israeli women. Mm. These little babushkas. 
Israeli babushkas. Yeah. Hmm. A lot of the Israeli population is uh, Russian descent. A lot of the Israeli. Sure. Yeah. Uh, these little, well, I mean, babushkas in like appearance, It's the kind of right? country you have to flee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you know, like headscarves and like little. Sure. Little like. Wicker bags. Dome shaped bodies. Uh-huh. And they were shuffling about mm-hmm. in Angel, the two babushkas. And they immediately, they were just like kind of shuffling and looking. And then when Muggins here goes past, flags me down. Uh, hey, excuse me, um, please. And eventually it turns out what she wants is for me to copy a number from her phone onto my phone so I can ring her son okay. who lives around the corner. Right. But they can't figure out the map enough, even though I just gave them directions for that as well, so he can come and pick them up. Why couldn't she call her son on her phone? Yeah, if she didn't have a provider or something. like. She, oh, I see. I don't know. But basically, the flat was round, It was the flat was 200 meters away. Uh-huh. It was just round a corner. Yeah. And they were, where are these, these places? I was like, over there. Yeah. And then like, I, oh. they look at you like you've just suggested, oh, just calculate um, sine curves yeah, uh, yeah. to this degree. Or you just have to fly, if you just jump up and fly. Um, if you jump onto the moon, yeah. then jump off the moon, you, you should you, land. You'll be right there. At your destination. Yeah, you can't miss it. Yeah. So I said, it's literally there. I, oh, please, to a telephone. And so I ended up bringing this guy and he's like, Hello, who is this? <laughs> I was like, uh, your mum is here. <laughs> By Angel Tube Station. Come pick up your mum and her friend. Your aunt, I And how did he react? He was like, oh, right. Yeah, like, he was totally like, oh, this happens all the time. <laughs> he didn't even ask any questions. Right. Do you still have this guy's number? Let's call guess, him now. I guess I must do. You're live on Bad Part. How's your mother? <laughs> you still live in the place? How have things been? That's funny. One, I had quite a, a strange side quest uh, offer when I first moved to London. I was yeah. just walking to the tube. I lived up in Camden there. And um, this lady was walking from the station with these two big plastic bags. Right. And when she saw me as I approached her, she went, uh, Can you help? Like we knew each other. <laughs> and I said, what? And the, like Can you, you take these bags to my house? Like you knew each other and you were late for helping her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, Can you, look, can you take these to my house? I said, what? Can you carry these? Please take these to my house. I said, oh, I... I mean, now I say it out loud now. Maybe I should... It sounds like I was being quite unreasonable. Not, But it's quite strange. No, it's very to, odd. To, you want me to take it... No, to her house with her, follow her to her home. For all you know, this is a... She's young, she's a young lady. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 like 20s. What? I was imagining another babushka. Yeah, I mean, that would have made sense. If some old lady, please, like, I'm frail. But she was a healthy, fit young lady. What the... F- like, ugh, can you carry these? That seems like a trap. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought it was a trap. Yeah, and those bags are full of heads. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they all look like your head. <laughs> what? How did you get on my head? <laughs> ugh, I've been waiting. I've got a bag full of your heads. Like you asked. <laughs> Like we agreed. So what, that, what happened? I said, um, n- uh, n- no, sorry. And she went, ugh. Like this happens all the time, which I'm sure it does. I guess it must if that's your attitude. Or maybe I should just help. What's, what's the worst? I, I get killed, whatever. That was a trap. Does that, what? Have you seen that, that hidden camera thing where they'd have like Scarlett Johansson in the back of a van? There's a movie where she, in Under the Skin... Yeah, but they did they did it for real. As yeah, like the, part of the publicity for it. They did it for real in the movie. A lot of the guys in the movie are, um, are random dudes in Glasgow. But have you seen the um, 
the footage of like the bits where they're like, no. Oh, right, right, right. Like so many of them are like, no, I, I, I'm not getting in the van. Well, yeah. Because oh, <laughs> yeah, you can not... see in their faces, they just go, this is definitely a big trap. <laughs> like, I'm going to get killed. I have so much respect for the dudes who are like, yeah, I'll. <laughs> who, who, I mean, it's quite, yeah, who simultaneously don't recognize Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. And are also willing to jump in a car with a strange woman. And, and they think they live in a world where that A happens. Yeah. And B happens to them. How much porn do you watch? Do you have to watch before you start thinking this actually does happen in real life? Yeah. Lot? Before you start going, maybe. <laughs> maybe. And then, like, they look in the mirror and they go, well, I've got a big saggy face and I have a big alcoholic blood red nose. Yeah. And the weird darting eyes. And I'm, oh, but I'm sure that this would still, of all the people who walk past the van, they'd pick me out for my charisma. <laughs> which just exudes from me, like, uh, an like, energy. Like the smell of booze, which also exudes from me. Maybe that's it. Maybe they're just pissed enough to believe it could happen. I've been there. Hi, you here for Phil? Philip, I'm here for you. All right. Um, yeah, cool. Uh. Yeah, huh. You're going to W3, yes? That's right, yeah, yeah, W3, uh, TND. Yes. Why are you talking? Are you okay? Fine, how are you? Oh, oh, you know, just a couple of drinks with friends, you know? Nothing too mad, work in the morning. Carousing, yes. Carousing? Yes, I caroused when I was a mortal man. Sorry, where are you from? London. Okay. Did you say when you when you were a mortal man? Yes. Was that in the city? Is that a job? Is that a city job? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, um, I mean before I passed into the shadowy plain. Lewisham. <laughs> That's good. Yes. <laughs> well, I meant through the veil, the veil of death. I'm dead. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm, People, people say I'm not clear enough in my language. I'm a ghost. I'm stuck in this world with unfinished business, trapped between this realm and the next. So by unfinished business, you mean like uncompleted trips? I'm not sure what my unfinished business is, so in the meantime, I need to pay rent. Rent? Where do you live? I live in the same house I lived in when I was alive, but the contract didn't have an expiry point. That's the kind of landlords that you only get in London, am I right? Oh, right. So there's not so much unfinished business you have as an unfinished tenancy contract. That too, yes. Okay. Um, sorry, can you turn the radio on? Sure. It's just that I've had a long night, I just don't know. No, I get it. No, it's nothing personal. No, I understand. (laughs) I mean... No, believe me. No, normally I I love a chat. It's just that... I've just had a lot to die. I just don't want want to be talking. No, I understand. Hey, hey, no one knows more than me what it's like to be dead tired. Oh, yeah, it's very good because you're a ghost. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, could you pop it on real loud? (laughs) I was very hungover yesterday mm. on that worst drug of them all, alcohol. Booze. I was just, I didn't have a single, I didn't have a modicum of a headache, but I was just sad all day and I couldn't do anything. I couldn't start anything. You know, 
I'd start reading something and go, what the point? And then I'd start watching something and I go, I don't understand this. And I started a video game and I was like, this is hard. And I, there were times when I just sat in my, on the sofa just going, just looking at my phone home screen, not even knowing what app I wanted to open, going, oh, those are terrible. Oh, God. How did you, did you snap out of it or did you just go to bed like No, that? you just have to wait to go to bed to reset and oh, turn off and on again. No. Was it a, did you eat your hangover? Were you not eating? I find it's one or the other. I wake up with a hangover. Yeah. And I don't know if this is rare or not, but I am so horny. Yeah. On hang, a hangover horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. So I, but then that means you squirt out all your incentive and happiness for the day. <laughs> And your your last remaining fluid. Yeah, so you're, you're even thirstier than you are. <laughs> yeah. You're like one of those Incan mummies, like a Peruvian. Just <laughs> like this, like dry, crispy, crispy skeleton man. Yeah. <laughs> wrapped in bandages, but that's just all the lure all are fucking gunked up. <laughs> Sticking to my skin. <laughs> Are they going to show that clip on Radio 5 Live? Yes, I hope so. Okay. Yeah, I hope it's so. It's live! <laughs> Although it wasn't live. It was a, it was a pre-record, yeah. That's but a, weirdly, a pre-record by like four hours. Radio Odd. 5 Live, more like. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, wank shower tea. That's what I had to do for I, a hangover. Wank shower tea. Yeah. And that order, I find, is the best. Yeah, I, you wouldn't... Tea and then a shower would be odd. Yeah. That would feel weird. It would feel strange. I think. Yeah. And sugar in the tea? Never. No, oh, okay, interesting. You have sugar in the, but just on a hangover, is it? If I had a hang, sometimes if I have a hangover or if I'm like in a weird mood or hungry or something, I think I I'll put I'll put some sugar in this goddamn tea. But I'll put a bit of honey in there sometimes, ah, which is very nice. Ah, nature's sugar. Yeah. Yeah. The sugar of the bee. Bee bum sugar. Bee bum bee bum sugar for a wang shower tea. Man, if I shat honey, I'd never leave the house. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so, but like that, have you ever, um, have you never found a way of getting yourself out of this day-long funk? No. That's why people talk about hangovers like they, they, they're finished by 2pm. I'm sad until I go to bed. I have cloudy brain. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Your brain just sort of... It, it's not so much cloud as it just it can't get started. Yeah. Cloud is like... Cloudy brain is like you're thinking, but you just keep running into walls. Yeah. Whereas hangover depression is just... You, you can't even... Get, it's like... I feel like the the Nazis trying to start their car in Sound of Music. But those <laughs> bitch nuns have stolen the spark. <laughs> you know? Come, come, That's That's me. Yeah. I'm a Nazi without a spark plug on a hangover. I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Today I'm, just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just an absolute Nazi without a spark plug. Today. <laughs> ring, ring. Letters. Keep emails. Emails. Phone Correspondence. That's right. It's time for some correspondence. What's the weirdest way you can pronounce the word correspondence? Um... Cor, 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 cori spoon dance. Cori spoon dance. Cori spoon dance. A cori spoon dance. It's time for a cori spoon dance. It's a dance uh, that you do with a spoon on Coronation Street. Yeah. Or a curry spoon dance. Um, yes. Right. Uh, 
Anyway, um, uh, it's, it sounds like euphemism <laughs> for like diarrhea. I had to do the old curry spoon dance last night. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'd like to thank uh, Jack for getting in touch and uh, correcting our pronunciation of the Dutch word for bread is in fact pronounced uh, brood. Thanks, Jack. Brood. Which he says sounds I've more been like embarrassing a fart. myself the last few weeks. He says that on, sounds on, more like a fart. Brood, brood, brood. Um, b- uh, Baroque vet gets in touch. Baroque vet. Um, like oh, a, a, well, vet who, a, or, vet, a vet who plays the harpsichord. Oh, that was the name that popped up on the email, but now it says, she says from Rachel. Okay. But it's, yeah, Baroque, a, a vet with loads of twiddly bits and gold leaf. <laughs> uh, dear Pierre and Phil, I've recently discovered BudPod through a roundabout way of seeing a clip of Pierre on YouTube and going, he's hilarious. I'd like to see more of his stuff. Yes, yes, yes. The system works. I've binge listened to all 14 episodes on my way to and from work. And the two of you have made a couple of rather frustrating weeks much better. Uh, thank you very much. I want to let you know that the Sinhalese word for bread is, is uh, pa'ong. Pong. Uh, pong. Pong. Yeah, I've had a, I've farted a couple of pongs. Yeah, yeah, I was doing that yesterday. Pong. That, that's when you're sat on the toilet, so you get that reverb. The, <laughs> pong. the metallic sound. Yeah. Um, the ceramic reverb. What's yes. Sinhalese? Uh, Sinhalese is near. Is like near India, no? Sri Lankan. Yeah. I thought they spoke Tamil. Oh, Tamil oh, and Sinhalese. Oh, mate. Well, that's why there's all that. Yeah, a, a, yeah, a, a, I, ethnic I, strife, right? I know, I know. There's the Tamil Tigers, and they fight uh, people who are not Tamil Tigers. But I presume they all spoke the same language. No, it's 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 a colonial country. What do you do? You know, this is not, never the case. What? They're the majority of the population of Sri Lanka, no uh, less. Okay. Why? Well, Sinhalese. Yeah. Oh, okay. What do you mean? Why? Name me a colonial country. We're both from colonial countries. There's uh-huh. no one language, and everyone hates each other. <laughs> Um, no one colonial gets on. Con- language, uh, colonial country where they all speak one language. Even Canada, they speak French as well, and all the native uh, languages. Rats, rats, rats. It's got to be somewhere. Uh, Burma. No, they've what? got the 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 Rohingya Muslims. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they don't speak Burmese. Well, let's find out. Sorry, we're getting distracted. Rohingya. What language do they speak? It's because uh, I mean I doubt they speak like Arabic. Well, I, th- I, th- I would assume they speak Bengali, because they're on the b- border with Bangladesh. Oh. Um, what language do they speak? Um, language. It's it's a Rohingya language. God. Aha, gotcha. Damn it! <laughs> Take that. a specific challenge. It's pretty difficult. Listeners, if you can think of a colonial country where they all speak one language, write in. But I don't, I don't... There can't be one. Anyway. I mean, Hong Kong's close with Cantonese. But that's not technically a country. Yeah. That's true. It's I close. I was going to say Singapore. Even Singapore. Mm. Uh, anyway. Uh, as a veterinarian who spends an inordinate amount of time... Indonesia. On... Indonesia? Yeah. There must be more than one Indonesian language. There's no, like a hundred... No, Indonesia. Well, I mean... I think every country's going to have its fucking equivalent of Cornish. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we'll research Indonesia later. But... Okay. As a veterinarian who spends an inordinate amount of time examining samples of bodily fluids, and as a Melbourneian, oh yeah, uh, Phil's sample collection trials were very brilliant. Oh great, yeah. Big fan of you. Good and city your... to carry around a bag of your own shit in, Melbourne. <laughs> Famously, I did want to correct you on one slight point in I think episode thirteen. I think I know what I did when, when you said that rodents were incontinent, which is true, but then made a joke about Bugs Bunny. Remember? Yeah, and I said but rabbits are rodents. Rabbits are legomorphs. 
What? Lagomorphs, not rodents. And they can be litter trained like cats. Legomorphs. You can Le- click them Le- together with little bricks. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also wanted to share my most authoritarian and libertarian thoughts. Uh, authoritarian, all road cyclists should have number plates or some kind of registration and there should be a test before they can ride on the road. I think that's a good point. Uh, libertarian, all medical personnel and staff should have one day of the year where they are allowed to be brutally honest with the general public. <laughs> or like in a press conference or just to all their patients. Hopefully to their patients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sick because you drink, you fucking asshole, that kind of thing. I absolutely do think we should all we should have a purge-like day of honesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do you police that? You can't. How do you police the 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 fallback from that later on? Because like the next day, everyone's forgotten what you said. Yeah, I think it's more that it becomes culturally like uh, no one no one mentioning that thing that someone did when they were drunk. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe that would have to be. It would be like a selective memory concept. But yeah, people would in their hearts, people would remember what you'd said. Yeah, that's for damn sure. Uh, uh, Rachel says uh, she's coming to the UK for work and travel in August so I'm hoping to catch a couple of your gigs we'll be at the Fringe in Edinburgh yes for all of August so hopefully that doesn't fuck up the whole plan there uh, keep jacking it Rachel thanks Rachel uh, nice email P.S. thank you to Pierre for the music recommendation Trials of Cato are amazing I can't stop listening to Tom Bain's Tom Payne's Bones on repeat they were featured on uh, Six Music yesterday they've been on a couple of times yeah yeah, yeah. they're doing well another Melbourneian Oh, wow. Gets in touch. We have a type. Hi, PNP. Please stand by for my okay thank you moment. All right. I was in my first relationship and everything was going well. Uh, It had been two weeks and I was feeling good vibes. However, all that was going to change. As my boyfriend goes to leave, he says, I love you. Bye. Mm. Shocked by this statement, I respond with, I acknowledge and accept that. Let's just say it did not go down well. If you are listening to this, I am sorry, and I acknowledge and accept your feelings. Dell. That is like the steampunk version of OK Thank You. I acknowledge and accept that. <laughs> That's, That's the version that has a top hat with goggles on. <laughs> uh, Lloyd gets in touch. Lloyd, Lloyd, la 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 Lloyd. Uh, it says, P-Dogs, I've been looking for an excuse to write in, and episode 13 gave me flashbacks to when I was around six years old at a roller skate park my best friend and I were chasing bouncy balls we had purchased to increase our skating pleasure. What? Uh, so, like, you're on skates. Yeah. You're skating about. Yeah. But you're bouncing them balls. Wow. And they're pinging around and you're Incredible. chasing them. Yeah. That's a good idea. They should... You should be able to throw them downwards and they, they should they should maintain their forward momentum. So they should follow you. I think you, I think you would only yeah. bounce downwards. And so then and then you've got all the cool angles in a skate yeah. park. Cool, cool angles. <gasps> That's very cool. Um, to increase our skating pleasure, when he threw his ball into me, much like an unbreakable egg, and my enraged response, classically, was to skate into him, clattering our skates together and knocking us both over. In my post-ball-struck temper, I menacingly pulled him close and stated, That really hurts! <laughs> 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 uh, I, I, lo- I can't imagine the skater saying that. Well, I can imagine a 13-year-old skater saying that. I thought that. pain was just part and parcel of the, of the business. I think they say that, but secretly that really hurt. That really hurt, actually. Frank gets in touch again with a suggestion for a covert greeting. Okay. Bud pod greeting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. We, we asked about these last time. Yeah. Uh, hi, buds. Suggestion for covert buds to greet each other. How do you like your donuts? Just glazed, baby. 
What? Oh, <laughs> you said that last week. All right. Remember, we were talking about donuts. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I had those I, big jam boys. Yeah, and I just like the glazed ones. Oh, did I say just glazed? Yeah, maybe? just glazed, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh, yeah. That's um. Uh, he said, this is solely based off the last episode, mainly as I couldn't stop chuckling about this for the next hour and have to agree that <laughs> glazed are the superior donuts. They are the best. I think, I think um, considering that I did not initially recognize what he was talking about, yeah. maybe it's not the best uh, COVID he says, I think the obvious choice, he says, is, are you a pilot? Yes, how am I, how am I supposed to get to work now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty I, good. Are I, you a pilot? I think that's what we, 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 we suggested that last week. Possibly. Yeah, are you a pilot? Are you a pilot? Yes. How am I supposed to get to work now? Oh no, but no, you're spo- the person's supposed to say, I am a pilot. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now saying, are you a pilot? That could be it. Uh, oh, um, last uh, episode we talked about sports commentators mm. and how often they just have to fill time. Yeah. And you were talking about, oh, beef. Argentinian beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael gets in touch and says, uh, uh, in last year's Tottenham versus Real Madrid matchup, James Richardson came out with this, and I honestly can't decide if it's the best or worst bit of commentary I've ever heard. Uh, Dele Alli had just scored on a counter-attack, and James Richardson said, Real Madrid, like salami, cut up on the counter by the Dele man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know he he looked down to read that. Yeah. He'd written that yeah. before. He's like, I really hope Deli Ali scores a goal. Uh, we have an email from the slow pooer. Oh, really? What? Yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, he heard... What a, what a rare treat. Yeah. Well, it's all... Uh, listener, if you don't know, the slow pooer is a, a person we know who doesn't use their bum muscles to poo and takes ages to poo as a result because they just let the poo happen on its own. He is convinced that the, the natural way to defecate is by... Inertia. Sort of glacial erosion. Yeah. It's very weird. And uh, we talked... Uh, the, the lady on 5 Live wanted to talk about it. Of all the things. <laughs> that's what 2am radio is. But she was genuinely fascinated. She was like, wow, that's so... She well, because it is insane. I think she said at some point, I'd love to talk to him <laughs> about it. <laughs> Maybe we should do an interview, like, like arrange it, and they're like, an actor has spoken the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To maintain anonymity. Or maybe muffle his voice like, Well, I just don't think it's good for you to squeeze your bum cheeks together. What if I did myself uh, a mischief by pushing poo out my bum? Yeah, like he's in the IRA (laughs) in a documentary. Um, So the email is written entirely in capitals and deliberately, I think, badly spelled and weird. Yep. Uh, Well, 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 mention me at primetime BBC 5 Live. So uh, mention me, he says. Talking about my plops with Sarah Blepper. Well, that's torn it. You'll catch it. You'll catch it. Catch what? It's never clear. Yeah. I think he means fate? Revenge? Catch, yeah, I guess revenge. You'll catch it. You'll catch it. Or just another email, probably. Yeah. Five billion listeners UK-wide tuning in to my plops. You ought to be ashamed. My grands might have been listening. Did you not think of that? No. Uh, they're crying for weeks now. And it's yours too's fault. We're listening to this on your five life. I'm on my way to your toilets. I'm on my way to your toilets and they're getting filled up with frogs. I mean, full up, dead and alive, I've got frogs. And glug, 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 they'll be, they'll be bulging up your toilets so plopping for you will be a pipe dream only. <laughs> and then you'll say, I wish I had longer to sort this out. And you'll take time in future for plops and you won't mention me on the booby sea. I hope you like the taste of frogs up your asses. You'll catch it, you'll catch it. Uh, from Slopu, S-L-O-P-U. So he's going to come to our toilets and fill the toilet bowls with frogs. It's certainly what he's threatening. Okay. And, and he seems to be saying that we'll, 
we'll have to do our shit so quickly for fear of frogs that we'll miss the time. No, isn't he saying that we'll have to take so much time arranging our shits, getting these frogs out of the way, that we'll effectively become slow pooers ourselves? Either way, I think he's trying to convert us to his point of view with frog violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. While we don't negotiate with bum terrorists. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, well, well, that's shown us we won't mention slow pooer anymore. Yeah, unless the BBC does. Yeah. We will respond to questions, I guess. Um... Yeah, I think it's it's going to be on the Today program tomorrow. Mm. Um, well, thank you for listening. Been a good episode, I think. I think it's been a fun episode. Sweet sixteen. Um, uh, sweet sixteen. Get in touch. Uh, the, the, this podcast can um, finally um, sign up to the army. Yes, yeah. at, at a sort of initial like low level stage, but not vote. Yeah, sign up to the army, but not going to combat till you're 18, I think. Oh, right, is that it? Yeah, something like that. They've got some weird half rule. Okay. Can we get married? Can this podcast get married? Yes. Can I have sex? Yes. This podcast can have sex? Someone could finally fuck the podcast. Yeah, like, well, we do every week. But it would we? still be a scandal. Um, yes, it would be a scandal. Unless unless the whoever fucked this podcast was also 16. Even then. Even then, do you think? Yeah, people are like, oh, how dare you leave your podcast unsupervised like that? But right. I guess we're very relaxed parents. We are relaxed parents. We'd rather podcast did it at home. <laughs> yeah, than out there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, thank you for listening, everyone, and get in touch at uh, thebudpod at gmail.com or at thebudpod on Twitter. And uh, see you next week. Bye. Okay, Bye. thank you. Okay, Bye. Thank you. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.